Welcome to Tally Hose Under the Collar. This is the podcast where you'll hear the stories of those who serve the aviation industry. From aircraft maintenance shops to product manufacturers, from pilots to air traffic controllers, from startup founders and CEOs, this is your one-stop shop to hear the stories of the individuals who helped build our industry and have shaped the aviation community into what it is today. Welcome aboard. All right, so Tom and Julie, thank you so much for joining us. If you wouldn't mind just giving yourselves uh, an introduction for everybody and your company. My name is Tom Alston. I'm the CEO and founder of Aero and Marine Tax Professionals. We help people legally avoid paying sales tax in California on the purchase of an aircraft. We've done a little over 1,800 of these cases. And not one of our clients has ever paid a dime in tax. All you got to do is hire us before you take possession and follow all of our instructions. It's a pretty simple process. And I'm the executive director here at Aeromarine Marine Tax Professionals and his wife. And I help our clients. I'm the lead consultant. I have consultants underneath me that once he, they hire us, they come to me. And it is my job to make sure that they color in the lines, which sometimes is a very hard thing to do. But by the end of it, they're happy because they get their letter for exemption from the state of California. And I may be called a party pooper. uh, I don't let them have any fun, but at the end, they really like it. (laughs) Yeah, and we have clients that come back four, five, six, seven aircraft persons at a time, so that's proof of our customer service and the fact that we deliver what we promise. For sure. Now, what's your guys' background? Um, Like, how did this all come to be in your company? How did it all get started? I've made a video, which is on my uh, website, about how I got into the sales tax business. And the, the answer is baseball. The story is about, takes me about 20 minutes to tell. So the, the best, the easiest thing to do is, <coughs> is to go on my website and, and look for that video that's on there. The shortened version is a guy that was in the sales, who created the very first sales tax consulting company for like bars and restaurants and mom and pop stores was a friend of mine because of our sons played baseball. We started coaching high school or, or started coaching baseball together. I wound up on a high school staff. I coached high school baseball for four decades. And uh, he, he at times was my pitching coach. And, you know, that's, that's the shortened version of it. it. It's a good story and you should go on and listen. And if you can't find it on my website, call 916 916- Six nine one nine one nine two, and I'll 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 text you a copy of it. Of it. There you go. I love that plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so obviously you guys you specialize in, and it's in your your company's title, Arrow and Marine. Um, but yeah. what makes your business unique from other tax consulting companies? We do things that other people refuse to do. Everyone that reaches to us winds up with Julie's and my cell phone number, and they can call us seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and we answer the phone. Try that with an attorney or a CPA sometimes. Just try it. That, that's one thing that makes us different. We're very, very customer service oriented in that we, we our, our valuable final product 
for our company is a satisfied client who's enthusiastic about having received his exemption and they'll refer us to other people uh, for new clients. And so that's, that's our product. So everybody in our company, while they're working, that is what we're working towards creating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and um, you know, one thing that's, that's interesting is you're talking about how the success of your client is one of the things that's most important to you. Um, what would be a, an example that you guys have of your favorite success story or maybe something that, that's the most interesting? Julie's wait, been waiting to tell you this since I saw the list. <laughs> My favorite success story is somebody that came to us after the fact. So they were already, um, if you get past a certain place because you ignored the letters from the state of California, then you get into a place called petitions. Well, they had gotten into petitions and they had like a $235,000 plus tax that they had to pay. We, we uh, fought with petitions for two and a half years. And after two and a half years, we got their exemption. And for me, it was continuing to dig and say, tell the, the gentleman there, no, this is what the law says. And just bantering back and forth, uh, going to his supervisor doing everything that I could possibly think of for my client, knowing that they did not owe the tax and to be able to prove that to the state of California. And after two and a half years, we got the letter. Wow. So for me, that was, we went out and celebrated that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best, uh, you know, and then when you, when you hear from your clients and they tell you how much they appreciate, like even this week, I had one that called me at seven o'clock at night because they we're going to be buying another plane. And she goes, I'm so sorry for interrupting you in the evening. I says, no, I'm glad you called to ask the questions. Um, even though I, she, she's not even currently my client, we've already got her exemption letter, but she's looking at another plane. But that's what we're willing to do for our clients. And for me, that's probably the most important thing is to be able to take care of them like that. And mm -hmm. so every time I get the exemption letter, I get to call them right away. You get to hear the excitement in their voices. That's the best. Yeah. Well, and I think that's pretty synonymous with you. Like you, you're basically saying you go above and beyond. You're committed to, again, the success of your clients. Um, and you're going above and beyond, not just for your clients, but to help build your brand and build your company. Um, from a business standpoint, you guys do more than simply just people's taxes and getting them exemptions. You're doing podcasts, obviously. Um, and you have your own podcast and you, you have some books. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, it, it, the foundation of the other stuff that we do is our, my relationship with Grant Cardone. And you can see right over my shoulder. I always lift, lift the wrong hand. The, the, the guy that wrote the 10X book, I'm a Grant Cardone licensee, which means I'm licensed to sell and deliver all of his and, everything that he does so i i don't have anything we don't have anything to do until someone else sells an airplane so i realized that i needed to start training aircraft brokers to be better at sales and i figured that if i did a good job of training them to make more sales that they would prefer the clients to me and you know it works out so i we also do training we do sales training we do uh, training on how to improve your productivity, on how to 
make reach massive goals on how to set goals, how to be accountable. Uh, and then we'll, in the very near future, I'm going to start training people how to expand their businesses because there's a, there's a definite technology to it. And when I went through it, the first thing I discovered and when I went through it was a little less than a year ago, I, 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 what I came away from that event was, it's called a 10X 360, went, went to Brandon's house in Washington, Brandon Dawson. And I walked away from that. And my, my biggest takeaway was, I can't believe that I've been in business as long as I have. I'm seven now 73 years old, knowing as little as I do. And it's just, I've always just put a lot of energy and a lot of promotion and I mean, there was times that we used to send out a million and a half emails a month. We still currently make 2,500 to 3,000 phone calls a week. We just, I, I believe in promote, 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 profit, process. Those are the three steps. And then the fourth, the kicker that makes all that work is people, the fourth P. Those mm. are things that I've learned from Brandon Dawson. And fairly soon, I'll be able to uh, help other people with that. And my whole goal is to make everybody's life go better <clears throat> and then kind of going back to julie's favorite story my favorite part of the tax business is that we never lose i'm really anti-government and taxes because i know that the, the way this company country was set up and the way it's operating now is two different things and and what we've recently experienced with the government shutting people down and harming all these small businesses. So I've taken it on as a personal thing to help all these small businesses that have survived at this point and, and help them kind of fund their nose at the government. So I'll, I think I've answered your question. There's a lot of other things that we do and you're right. We yeah. also do a lot of free webinars for our clients and prospective clients. Um, we often make phone calls and ask them what they want to hear about. If they want to hear about insurance, if they, the different things that they want to be able to have more knowledge on. And we do these for free. So anybody, they can come and listen to them. And that's something that we just do as an extra for our clients or potential clients. And then we also have uh, weekly masterminds that people have to, they, we charge people $149 a month and they get one every week. And what we, what we do is whatever the subject that's most relevant to the group that's listening, uh, teach them how to use the, the, the 10X planners, how to, how to plan their day, how to set goals, how to stay on top of that thing, how to follow up with their clients. We just, it's, it's our goal to help all, everybody who's in business. In this country, there's 31 and a half million small businesses, 25 million of them don't have any employees. And, and I think you've, you're familiar, somewhat familiar with grants, so you, you, you know those statistics, and they're right, they're real. They're, they're things that we're all trying to solve. You know, mm -hmm. if, every, if all 25 million of those small businesses, each one of them hired one person, they drive the uh, unemployment rate in this country almost to zero. Mm-hmm. You know, something I, I liked that you mentioned was the, the four P's and the first one being promote. Um, you know, that really ties into Tally Ho. Tally Ho's whole goal is to promote 
aviation businesses and services to the community in a quick and easy way. Um, my question for you guys is what was it about Tally Ho that drew you in and appealed you to joining, joining forces with us essentially? Because I think about promote, 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 promote before I get to the second P. I looked at that and I said, damn, that sounds like a good idea for me. I, I'm going to put, expose a whole other group of people to who we are. And that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. And in, in a way you have, you, you have faith in the app in performing and promoting um, your services. And I think that's a good question that Byron would like to bring up is faith in company. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to cop, uh, capitalize on two things there. I think the first thing I was that I heard was something that uh, I, I feel in common with you on that, Tom, which is, you know, can't believe that, you know, been, as, you know, whatever success I've had at this point, knowing so little. And uh, that's one thing, you know, I'm in my mid 40s now, or well, so moving quickly towards late 40s. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things I feel like I've gained in my 40s is, is a recognition, you know, in your 30s and 20s, you know, everything, definitely in your 20s and 30s, you're maybe a little bit gaining an understanding in my 40s. I'm like, I have so much to learn. Tell me, uh, tell me something, both you and, and Julia, tell me something you've learned in the last year about anything. Maybe you know than the fact that I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> maybe something from Grant Cardone, maybe something about taxes, uh, anything. What I've learned in the last year is that uh, I have all my life known how to work really hard. And I know if I put my mind to it and I set my mind, I can, I can do anything. My father taught me that and he told me there was nothing that I couldn't do if I set my mind to it. But this last year, I have learned that you have people around you and you need to train them. You need to bring them up. You need to mimic, mas- mimic, model, and master what you do with other people. Otherwise, you're going to drown. And it's, it's been a very hard lesson for me, but I have learned it. So now I have people and I am training several people in my office how to do all the little things that I do because I have a tendency just to take it all on and I can work 60, 80 hours a week and it doesn't bother me. But you can't sustain that either. That's right. You know, I think one of the things I've learned in the last couple of years is, I, you know, comes, you know, when I was younger, you see really successful people and you go, oh, they're just lucky or whatever. You're, you know, might come from a position of jealousy or whatever. And uh, I think now what I, what I realize is, everybody's got something to offer and those people that are really successful, you know, whether it's a, it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, uh, a musician, uh, even if they're young in their twenties, but they've just, you know, crushed it and they're, you know, at the top of the charts or, you know, whoever it is, they're probably there because they're actually really good at something. And, and they have something to offer that if you can figure out and learn what it is that they have that, that put them where they were, then you're going to be able to benefit from that. Yes. And what I have learned is that people who are from where I'm looking at, that I consider way above me and that are wealthy, they're really willing to share their story and their path of success with, with everybody. Yes. And they never, ever say, 
don't do that. Yeah. And, and I've, I've, I've always been that way. I don't believe in telling somebody, if a young person comes up, hey, I'm going to sell purple Kool-Aid on the, on, the, on, the, on the five freeway in rush hour. Great idea. Do it. I'd never try to diminish someone else's dreams because I don't know that it won't work. That's right. That's, a, that's an excellent one. That's right. They might find a whole new way to find that, the, to sell that purple Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, that's right. You never know. I had a, another question about, uh, I'm, I'm an airplane geek, an airplane guy. Uh, I was described by that 20 years ago and it, it bothered me. I'm like, I'm not just an airplane guy. No, I'm pretty much just an airplane guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious, uh, the range of people you've worked with. What's the, let's say the smallest airplane or boat that you've worked with and what's the largest, you know, machine that, you know, owner. I'll, of answer, I'll answer that in dollars. We've done things with people that have property as little as thirty or forty thousand dollars. We've helped them, <clears throat> and prep, it's up to close to hundred a hundred million dollar purchase price. Yeah, guys who buy a purchase uh, business jets in in the green shape and then have it, you know, the, their their apartment with the spa and everything built into it. It it's what we do is is limitless. Uh, the, the the client just decides whether the cost of engaging our service is worth the value. I mean, if you if you only owe five hundred dollars worth of tax, you 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 can't afford to do much with people like us. So what do I do? Is I fix it for them for free. But it you know it, it's it, there's always a, a, a there's two components. There's a value component, and then there's a there's a, a nuisance component because they have to do some work and they have to do things that no one else is making them do. Mm. Her, the real secret to our success is her making absolutely sure that people do what they're told. And, you know, you never know how somebody duplicates your instructions until you get back the pieces of paper <laughs> that you asked for and you realize that you were speaking Chinese and they were listening Spanish. And then she has us to say it again. And say, sometimes you got to say it four or five times. Yeah. You know, the, the, the comments or the responses you gave me a second ago, you know, makes me think about, you know, when you're talking about, you always have to pour in the people and, and develop them. And, uh, and also what you said about the Kool-Aid, uh, I think it's a good, good segue into that faith thing, which is you got to have faith in people, right? And, and kind of believe that they really want to, you know, be successful. And uh, a lot of times that, you know, even if I, let's say I've very clearly communicated my expectations, but sometimes, you know, whether it's Sean. You or, think you've clearly communicated. Well, yeah. Amen to that. Um, you know, but sometimes they'll be successful, even though I didn't clearly communicate, they find an innovative way to deliver on that. So I was just going to ask, you know, a question I always ask on here, which is, you know, whether it's faith and in faith in God, faith in people, faith in something, how does faith and your, in your faith, uh, kind of impact your business and, and how you treat your business? Well, I'm going to answer that. We have core values here. And the number one thing is transparency. Uh, we are very transparent with our people. In fact, today we're going to have what we call a stats meeting. They know exactly where this company is. 
I have the faith that my people will see where they have to need to pick things up and help push. Like if I want, went out there and told them, hey, because I know how many phone calls it takes for us to keep the gross income in this company to where I want it to be. So if we're lagging in calls and I go out there and I say, hey, can everybody stay 15 minutes and each of you make 20 more calls? Hmm. Everyone in my office will tell me yes and they'll do it. I know the people that I have are good people. I have the faith in them that they're going to do exactly what I tell them to do. If they don't, then we have a talk about it. That we, we're very open. You know, we have courage, transparency, accountability. They know I'm going to hold them accountable. I don't just say it. I really do it. Um, re results. Now you put yourself on yes, the spot, I did. didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, but all of these things, and each one of them do have to have the courage to do the things that need to be done. The courage to talk to people and to tell them, hey, I need, the, I need these documents from you and to, to explain the why. And we shoot videos because some of our clients, they don't do good with writing. So we'll shoot a video and send it to them. Uh, some of our clients need everything written out in very detail. Some of them just want you to tell them. It's finding the way people learn, whether it's, it's the people in my office or the clients that I have. They're, it, they're all the same. We're, I'm here to teach them. I expect a lot out of myself. Therefore, I expect a lot out of other people. And so I only hold people accountable to what I hold myself accountable to. I started in this company as a receptionist. Today, I'm sitting here as the executive director and I've done every job in this company at one time or the other. I know how they feel. I know what it feels like to make 150 phone calls in a day and then still go home and talk to your three children. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying is I don't ask anything of anybody here that I'm not willing to do myself that, or I haven't already done. Um, I think we're a very cohesive team. I try to find things to make it fun. Uh, we have games here all the time. It's selling games, but it, it, it keeps everything. So I really believe in my people. I believe in what we're doing. I believe in taking very good care of my clients. They are top priority. They, I've had clients call me at 3 a.m. because they're on the East Coast taking delivery of an airplane. And they apologize. But that's what they hired me to do. When I signed the contract and sent it back to them, that's what I told them that I was going to do. And I'm going to do it. That's awesome. I hear the golden rule and all of that. Treat others the way you want to be treated, right? And, and accountability is part of that, right? You're stepping up and saying, I'm willing to be accountable in the same way that I'm holding you accountable. And if we block arms like that, we're going to be successful. Yes. So I have a question for you. Yeah. What can we do to help Tally Ho? That's a great question. I know it is because I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, um, we, we often try to promote um, our, our customers, you know, promotion is a big thing, right? So I think one of the, one of the very easy ways is we try to look for stuff that you all are doing that we can repost. Um, so, you know, if you have something that is big that you're trying to get out there, we will repost that for you. And you know, similarly, if, if, if you would do the same for us, that would be great. We want, we want people. All you got to do is ask. We're asking. <laughs> okay. 
we would love to, uh, you know, partner in the social media world with you guys. Um, that's one, one very easy way I would say. Um, guys, one last question for, I think it's kind of a fan favorite here is what, obviously you're involved in aviation in some way. Um, but what is your, both of your personal favorite aircraft? Embraer Prater. I have ridden on it and someday we will own one. There we and go. Of course, she likes the 600 better than the 500. Of course. But figures better. It's, it's interesting to me uh, because you've got a 10X in the background. So I was, I was thinking maybe you were starting to promote the 10X. The new Deso? <laughs> yeah. I, Brandon's thinking, Brandon Dawson is thinking about buying one just because it's a 10X. <laughs> I know. I thought that immediately. I'm like, here's an airplane for Grant. Yeah, there's, there's you know, what? I think they're what 75 72 million bucks from the factory so i said go ahead if you want <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys so much uh, we appreciate you being on this episode of uh tally hose under the calling and for anybody that wants to check out your services obviously you listed uh your phone number earlier but they can uh check you out on tally ho um aero marine tax professionals and uh you guys obviously are going to go above and beyond for anybody that comes out to you. So highly recommended by us. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thank you guys. We'll come back anytime you want, but <laughs> we get to, we get to play a little bit the next time. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And yeah. I'll talk politics. No. <laughs> so now you know for certain you want to hear it. Right? I'm curious now. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, folks. Thanks for checking out episode two of Tally Hose Under the Cowling. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, a special thank you to our guests, Tom and Julie, for joining us. Like we mentioned, if you'd like to get in contact with the team at Aero and Marine Tax Pros, simply visit their profile on the Tally Ho app to get connected with them. Uh, and if you haven't heard already, version four of the Tally Ho app is now available to download. So we've made some massive improvements in app functionality, search bar and filtering features, service provider profiles, and much more. So make sure to give that a look, give it a download, and thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, tally ho.